Welcome to Real Health, Real People. I'm Heather Crawford. And I'm Sarah Frappier. And we're here to talk about real health for real people. Is it over? recording over that I yeah guess but that was dead air <laughs> we don't need that okay we don't need that in our life now i'm trying to mess with the game i think it looks good right does it look good can you see our game <laughs> listeners in the world can you tell us <laughs> with later feedback if we recorded at adequate volume i think we're good even though it will be pointless after the fact because it will already be published it'll already be done yeah it will already be half heartedly edited and brought to your listening ears and what is going to be brought to your listening ears real health real people that's right i'm heather i'm sarah we are dang it (laughs) that was my email indicator which i usually turn off we are a hot mess you guys are about to get some shenanigans (laughs) all right but we're very well caffeinated right now yeah we had some caffeine after Ten days of zero caffeine because we did our monthly shred detox. Right. We do it at the beginning of every month. If you want to know more about it, hit us up. Real health, real people at gmail.com. Yeah. Gmail, G's for gangster. <laughs> I think. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. Totally. I just made that up. Man, now I'm hitting my pop filter. We are... I feel like I'm knocking my pop filter off. Yeah, today. Heather's having mechanical difficulties. She can't get her thing to appropriately latch <laughs> onto the. And I'm just getting all flustered. She is. She got a hot flash. <laughs> like she's a hot mess. And that's totally from being flustered and not from being old. And not from drinking hot coffee right. on an 80 degree day. <laughs> Although we are inside. I thought about opening the window, but then Ooh. I'm afraid we would get. Like noise. Outside yeah. noise. Watch, they'll come but back. We could hang our legs out the window and let them tan while we record. <laughs> yeah, we sat outside Wednesday for like an hour and we both oh, got funky tan so, lines. Yeah, funky. So we're trying to even out the situation before we start this summer with a real bad tan situation. Because <laughs> we all want to be tan, of course, but in a healthy way. Yes, of course. Use that sunblock because we're talking about health. <laughs> this is true. I know my my esthetician friend. I posted a picture of like sitting outside in the sun, and she's like, "Put your sunscreen on." Is it esthetician or anesthetician? I don't actually know what she is. She takes care of my face. A face taker care of her. <laughs> but I did put um, what we're talking about today on my red areas, and they turned a nice, beautiful brown and didn't peel. Oh yes, great for the skin. Yeah. And if you want to know what we're talking about, probably because that's why you're here, (laughs) is coconut oil. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. And I was singing that song. I've got a bubbly bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a row. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the words, except for the beginning. But I thought it was a loverly bunch of coconuts. What did I, oh, did I say it lovely? Bubbly. Oh, bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) My coconuts are bubbly. Yours can be loverly. Loverly, bubberly coconuts. Anyway, we're talking about coconut oil. Yes. Which is made from the inside of coconuts. What if we were like, it was made from watermelon? (laughs) 
Hopefully people know. But the description I found was, it's made by pressing the fat from the white meat inside the giant nut. (laughs) I'm not kidding. That was on a... That was on a website I found. Again, with the 12-year-old humor. Uh, It's never going to stop, people. It's never going to stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Our laughter game is severe. I know. I'm sorry. All right. So, anyway. So, we're talking about that oil from the white meat inside of the coconut and... The thing about it is it's got all of these amazing health claims, but one of the one thing that they have going against it, it, 84% of its calories come from saturated fat. Mm. And to put that in a comparison, 14% of olive oil's calories are from saturated fat and only 63% of butters are. So it's even got more saturated fat than butter. butter. However, there's different, not all saturated fats even are created equal because right. it's based on the number of carbon atoms in the molecule. And about half the saturated fat in coconut oil comes from the 12 carbon variety called lauric acid, which is the oil found in, or the, it's in breast milk, mm-hmm. the saturated fat in yeah, breast yeah. milk. And mm-hmm. that's a higher percentage than most oils. And so it's considered a medium chain. Facet, fatty acid okay. rather than a long chain. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of like, again, thinking about saturated fats, there's different levels of saturated fat. I don't know if you guys can hear that. My cat just started <laughs> mewing all over the place. Your mewing, meowing. He does. And he's got this sad, pathetic little meow. He's old and I think there's something wrong with his vocal cords now. Because he used to meow all the time at normal cat volume and now it's just like this sad, this pathetic sad little meow sound. <laughs> He just wants me to love on him. So anyway, so that's kind of the controversy with ingesting the coconut oil. Right. Is the saturated fat. Because I love ingesting coconut oil. Yeah, there's lots of um, great things. That's one of the things that's like Have for cooking. Have you ever cooking. put it in your coffee? I haven't. It's good, man. What do they call that? That's got a special name. Well, there's bulletproof coffee. And some people use different things like ghee or butter. Or there's a special, like, bulletproof fat you can buy. Why do they call it bulletproof? I really, oh, I don't know. I mm. should Google that. Fun facts. If you know why they call it bulletproof, <laughs> let us know. So cooking, apparently putting it in your coffee to bulletproof your coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also I like to use it for, like, stir fry because, you know, like, mm. coconut rice or whatever. Absolutely. When I do Asian cooking, I made an amazing basically chicken egg roll bowl and it's basically just mm-hmm. the insides yes. of an egg roll without yes, the wrap awesome. so you don't have to fry it or anything but you just cook it up and I did coconut oil as well as a little bit of sesame oil because I really like those flavors together they do say that it also provides digestive help immune support hormone support and then externally for hair yes. and skin mm-hmm and teeth and gums. Teeth and gums, that's right, because of the oil, I like pulling. oil pulling. So there's, again, lots of amazing claims uh, for what coconut oil does for us. So the American Heart Association says to limit saturated fat to no more than 13 grams a day, but that's the amount found in about one tablespoon of coconut oil. Um, so people are saying, should we stay away from it? Because it raises your LDL bad cholesterol. The difference is that, again, it has that lauric acid. So it also helps raise your HDL cholesterol. So it's Mm -hmm. raising both the, you know, bad cholesterol and And the the good good. cholesterol. 
Well, and I saw um, in the 1930s, look at me going back in time again. Back in the day. <laughs> um, Dr. Weston Price discovered that the South Pacific Islanders, I want to go to there. Yes. <laughs> I want to go to there. They incorporated high quantities of coconut in their diet, but remained healthy and fit, and there was a low incidence of heart disease. And then in 1981, researchers learned that Polynesian communities, whose primary source of food was coconut, remained in excellent cardiovascular health. So obviously, coconut oil is part of the coconut, but I guess it's, is coconut oil more processed or it's just extracted? Yeah, I mean, it basically says that it's just, you just press the fat. Right. So there is there is a type of coconut oil that I saw referred to called virgin coconut olive yeah. oil. So I think that's more like the pure, right. legit, just like pressed. That's what I coconut yeah, meat. That's what mine says. So you have you can find the organic virgin yeah. coconut oil, and that's just I think more more pure. Virgins are always more pure. Mm, that's the rumor. <laughs> so Doctor Young says that. Just because coconut oil raises the HDL doesn't mean it's great for your heart. It's not known if the rise in beneficial cholesterol outweighs any rise in harmful cholesterol. At best, it could have a neutral impact on heart health. But she doesn't consider it heart healthy, and she says choose your fats wisely and recommends fats from, again, the unsaturated options like those from nut seeds, liquid vegetable oil, right. if you will. So basically saying don't use it as your sole source. Yeah. Of fat in your diet. Yeah, and you know, you can go back and listen to our episode on the Mediterranean diet and hear the difference in the research on ingesting olive oil. It's very different conclusions. Yeah, so saying it's fine to add small amounts, keep the focus on healthier fat sources. So that was one doctor's opinion. Now, I did find over like, uh, I don't know how many specifically in heart health, but there's quite a few actual inhuman controlled trials again the kind of gold standard mm-hmm. controlled trials we're looking for and they were looking at different things let me see where where it talks about the cholesterol again yeah showing that coconut oil increases hdl cholesterol more than unsaturated fat did and at least as much as butter and it's found to raise total and ldl cholesterol more than sun safflower oil safflower should they sunflower and beef fat no, I think safflower. Safflower is a thing, okay. Yeah. I've never used safflower oil. So there have been at least one, two, three, four, five different studies that were looking at markers for LDL and HDL cholesterol increases. Now, again, like with a lot of research, so it does these things, but more research is needed as to what are the direct right. impacts on heart disease of mm-hmm. those cholesterol raises. And like this one Dr. Young says, it could have, you know, they could neutralize since it's raising both. Both, right. Yeah. While the con, you know, there is of course contradictory information on heart health, there are a lot of these benefits and claims that do have supporting evidence that they actually do provide for us. Mm-hmm. Coconut oil does provide for us. Well, I did find um, a couple of studies that just showed that lauric acid can increase our body's production of manolaurin, enhancing antibacterial protection. So, it's Again, they said they needed more evidence, but it did show that you improve our immune health when you ingest the coconut oil. Um, And it also suggests that virgin coconut oil has anti-inflammatory and analgesic. Is that how you say it? Analgesic. Analgesic 
properties. Um, you know, inflammation's a big buzzword too. So anything, I'm always looking for things to help reduce inflammation because we know that so many, especially like autoimmune diseases, stem from inflammation. Yeah, so this study on inflammation, um, which was in Lipids Journal, which is called Lipids of 2009, which basically lipids are fats. They were looking at dietary coconut oil on biochemical and anthropometric profiles. And again, they found that it decreased markers of inflammation and oxidative stress. Now, this was specifically done in women that presented abdominal obesity. Mm -hmm. And also part of that study is they found that women that were taking the coconut oil, a total of two tablespoons per day, which is a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. But they lost about 2.2 pounds on average. Yeah, I saw that too. And they had a decrease in waist circumference. Yeah, it was promoting reduction in abdominal obesity. Mm -hmm. And this was done in um, 40 women with abdominal obesity. You know, a pretty substantial population of women with abdominal obesity. Another study in which which the International Scholarly Research Notices of Pharmacology in 2011 looked at 20 overweight or obese people, and they consumed, again, about two tablespoons per day. And then they followed the usual diets and exercise routines. The men lost an average of an inch in their abdomen, and women lost an average of 1.2 inches. An average weight loss was about a half a pound over the course of a month. Nice. It's not hard to get... Two tablespoons in, though. Because, like, if I'm using it in my coffee, I'll put a whole tablespoon in my coffee. And then I might add another tablespoon either when I'm stir-frying or in my smoothie. So it's pretty easy to get two tablespoons in every day. Yeah. I don't know that I would just, like, eat no. some coconut oil. Like, they were taking it... Just straight? Like, straight up with... Before or with a meal. So I don't know if they were just like, maybe they were putting in liquid, like putting it in part of their beverage. Like I'm much more used to the flavor now that I've been doing the oil pulling. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I could just eat it. And then they do a lot of comparisons of different oils. Like not just coconut oil versus not oil. They'll compare coconut oil and sunflower oil or coconut oil and olive oil Mm -hmm. or safflower. So they're looking at, you know, which one raises cholesterol and triglycerides more More, and consistently the coconut oil raises total cholesterol more than other oils across the board right but it's interesting because when you when you look at that you think oh well i shouldn't be eating that because it's raising your cholesterol but then when you go back and look at these whole groups of people that are super heart healthy right and there's effects Positive effects for visceral fat loss, inches lost around the waist. Again, it's probably that thing where because they're the medium chain Mm -hmm. saturated fats, as well as they raise both, not just LDL, but also HDL, then that's getting into, okay, we need to do subsequent studies on what are the mechanisms. So what is it actually doing? It's releasing the cholesterol, but, you know, like Dr. Young said, are they negating Mm -hmm. or maybe the H? Because it's raising the HDL is suppressing a little bit of that LDL because it removes yeah. the LDL cholesterol. Super interesting. Yeah. So, it, you know, of course, you know, like some of the, you know, a lot of our topics, like more research to be determined. Right. But there is preliminary evidence of benefits. I know you found a lot on, you mentioned the oil pulling and yeah, what oil exactly pulling. that is. Well, 
Let me tell you what that is. You tell me, Hannah. You <laughs> educate yourself. Or educate me, rather. <laughs> so, oil pulling is an Ayurvedic Indian tradition. It's been around for thousands of years. And so, basically, it's just using coconut oil as, like, a mouthwash. So, you just simply swish it. And it's not always coconut oil. I'm just talking about it today. But you just swish it in your mouth. So, you think about pulling it, you know, through your teeth back and forth. for like, So, that's why they call it pulling. Right. So, mm-hmm. for, like, 10 to 20 minutes. You don't swallow it because what it's supposed to be doing is pulling out all the just nasty, the bacteria, like the, bacteria the germs in your gums and teeth. Gingivitis. Right. And so, then you spit it out. It's been shown to significantly reduce plaque, cavity-causing bacteria, and bad breath while improving gum health. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, because they feel like gingivitis is almost irreversible, mm-hmm. that's good news. It is. And because you're not ingesting it, you're not swallowing the saturated exactly. fats. So yeah. you're you're eliminating it before it gets into your blood. Yeah, and you know, just like you know, people who use mouthwash, it's best to do it every day. But they do say the best time to do it is um, first thing in the morning before you've eaten or drunk anything. Oh. And then after you spit it out, you just brush your teeth like normal. But that seems like, to me, you know, if I use mouthwash, it's for like a minute. But you're yeah, talking no, about 20 time. minutes of swishing coconut oil. And I read, around. because the first thing I, I read when I first started to do it was that you needed to do it for 20 minutes. That's a long time. But then I found more stuff that said, you know, 10 minutes can be sufficient if you're doing it daily. So what I do is I just put it in my mouth and then I just take a shower. Because my showers are usually about 10 minutes. Oh, so you just swish while you're in the shower. Yeah. I guess you couldn't do it. And then if I like immediately, like, you know, because if you have to spit really quickly, I'm just in the shower. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm done. But you also have to build up to it because, you know, coconut oil is a... It's a texture that's thick and... Yeah, so I imagine if you have... Some people have texture issues yeah. with foods. It's not necessarily the flavor, it's the yeah. texture. Because when you put it in your mouth, it's that solid. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a liquid as you're swishing it. So it can be it can be odd. Well, anyone that's used coconut oil knows that, yes, it starts out as a solid, but it's got a very low melting point. Yes. So it doesn't take much mm-hmm. for it to start to liquefy. and right. then, And... I know that if I leave my jar of coconut oil too close to the stove, yes, then I'll notice the bottle just like the whole jar yeah. will start to melt just based on the residual heat from my burners. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they say keep, you know, store it in a cool shaded cabinet or whatever. Right. Just because if it, even if the sun hits it, you can melt your coconut oil. Now, I don't think that's bad for it, but. No, it can go back and forth for sure. Back and forth. Yeah, and if you put it in the refrigerator, it gets really hard. Oh, this is funny because, so I make this um, raw edible cookie dough that's like safe and healthy, but it uses coconut oil as like the base. And so I made some for us and my son didn't want his right away. So he stuck it in the fridge just thinking like, (laughs) and it was like hard as a brick when we pulled it back out. But I imagine after just a couple minutes, it got soft again. It was funny. Because it does. It immediately gets, you know, hard or immediately gets soft. <laughs> but so, you know, there's a lot of, especially like the natural, natural pass or whatever, really, really push for this oil pulling. Now, the American dentistry does not. They um, say that it does nothing and that you should stick to your toothpaste and mouthwash, you know. Well, are people doing oil pulling instead of toothpaste? No, but instead of mouthwash. And even, you know, instead of flossing in some cases, but 
They're just saying that you're wasting your time and money. Oh. And when I looked for research, you know, there's very little actual, like, clinical Clinical research research. on it. However, just my personal experience, um, my gum health is super good, and it didn't used to be. (laughs) And my son had a very tiny cavity. Like, I couldn't even see it with my naked eye, but... With my naked eye. That sounds like it's so weird. Anyway, aren't your eyes always naked? Unless you're wearing contacts. Oh. Then they're clothed. Well, I am wearing contacts. <laughs> so I couldn't see it with my clothed eye. But <laughs> <laughs> the dentist wanted to fill the, the cavity. And I was like, mm, I can't even see it. So anyway, he did oil pulling for 14 days every day. I made him do the 20 minutes. We went back to the dentist and I made him look at it before they did anything. And there was no more cavity. Oh, so just personal experience. You've yeah. had positive. No, I can't say results. that. Like, if you've got a big hole, you know, a large cavity in your tooth, that you can heal it with coconut oil. But this was like obviously just starting. Right. And so maybe if you catch it early, there's mm-hmm. it can have some reversible effects right. on. That and that's one of the claims that oil pulling says is like heal your cavities. So it might be something to try. And I did see. I did see a medical study. It was a preliminary report. In the Niger Medical Journal 2015, where they used 60 teenagers, age 16 to 18, with gingivitis, which is basically gum gum inflammation. And they did oil pelling for 30 days total, 7, 15, and 30 days, and that markers of plaque and gingivitis were significantly decreased by day 7 and continue to decrease. Mm -hmm. However, there was no control group. Right. So it okay. can't be concluded that the benefits were specifically caused by the coconut oil, yep. but there's a strong correlation. Yes. So they can't determine causation, but they can determine correlation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, it seemed to be that was the only thing that they changed in their routine was including the oil pulling. So a preliminary evidence. Well, and also um, in a similar study, um, it, it suggested that it's a, as effective as mouthwash at improving bad breath. So I don't know if you've ever met anybody with like chronic bug, bad like some breath. halitosis. Right. So instead of giving them a mint, might suggest some oil pulling. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like because if the studies are true, that it's pulling that bacteria and that plaque out of your mouth. Obviously, it's gonna improve that breath. Oh yeah, I'm breathing coffee breath on you right now. I know, but you're breathing. I feel like you're breathing it through your through pot, filter, pot filter, so it's <laughs> perhaps filtering out some of the coffeeness. Um. Another good one, not for your teeth, but for your hair. Yes. I've used coconut oil because I have long hair, and I color it. Obviously, I have blue hair right now, right. and so it gets treated a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm always looking for ways to condition. And right. You don't necessarily want to buy all these expensive high-dollar, right. million-dollar conditioners. So I used some coconut oil, and my hair was like baby soft. Yes. So I also did this once, but I think I might have used too much coconut oil. Oh, yeah. You have to be careful. Oh, my gosh. It took me like three days to to get get it out out of my hair. It looked just oily for three days. Well, they say, I mean, obviously don't do it on your roots. Amazingly soft. But just do it on your... On your ends and yeah. your the length yeah, part of your hair. Yeah, that was the thing is I put it all the way to my scalp. Yeah. And so my, <laughs> it looked bad, but. So, and I use it, you use it as kind of a mask. So I yes. dampen my hair, I put it in there, and then I kind of just threw it up in a bun and let it sit for, you know, a while. Mm-hmm. And then you'd really, really rinse it out good with warm water. But it's a great natural conditioner for hair, just based on my personal experience. Yeah, I mean, like this one, um, I don't think it was a study 
like a clinical study, but they were just um, experimenting with it. But it, their hypothesis is that the lark acid present in the coconut oil has an affinity for hair proteins, and because of its low molecular weight, it can penetrate the hair fibers and prevent hair damage. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we both used it, and it felt like... It felt super soft. Again, you're not going to... Like we talked about in another earlier episode, the It's Getting Hairy episode, you can't, you know, promote hair growth or anything like that. But just your existing hair, especially if you treat it a lot, Mm -hmm. can give it, you know, a nice texture and perhaps give your hair a little more longevity from those split ends. We all got them. that's true. Well, and, you know, also your hair, but your skin. Like, it's an amazing moisturizer. Mm. Like, it makes your skin so soft. So, I actually put it on my face every single night. Really? I would be afraid. That's interesting because I would think just in my head on first blush that that would clog your pores. Well, and that's, it's funny because I have oily skin. And so you, I've always been afraid to put oil on my skin. But if you use the, like, things that are, like, for oily skin that's supposed to dry your skin out, it just makes your skin produce more oil. Mm, so if you're giving it oil, then right. it won't be producing as much exactly. oil. I see the logic And there. I definitely have, no, I can't say this is from coconut oil, but I definitely have less breakouts since I've started doing that. Interesting. Rather than using I might try form. some. I've got a big breakout, just one, right on my forehead. Well, and I add a little essential oils. So I put um, lavender and tea tree oil in it too. Mm. So the tea tree oil is supposed to be healing as well. And then the lavender is calming. Well, I know a lot of people, especially my friends that do a lot of the essential oil stuff that make their own lotions at mm-hmm. home. And they will use coconut oil as they call it the, the carrier base. oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they use a large percentage of coconut oil and then add in yeah. the essential oils for scent or mm-hmm. whatever properties the oils are supposed to have. Yeah, and I'm hoping that the high, you know, fat content of the coconut oil is plumping up my skin. Plump plump it up. (laughs) Making it less wrinkly. (laughs) Because, you know, I got to deal with my sun damage, as my friend reminds me constantly. (laughs) I love the sun. I found another cool study, and again, it was just one study, but it was in Lipids Health Disease Journal in 2014, looking at the effects of virgin coconut oil as a supplementation for quality of life among breast cancer patients. Oh, yes. And they looked at 60 women with advanced breast cancer undergoing chemotherapy. Now, anyone that knows anything about chemotherapy, it's very hard on your body. Yes, it's really hard. And they were randomized, and some of them got 20 mils of virgin coconut olive oil daily, and some received no coconut oil, so there was a control. And the women in the coconut oil group had better scores, and these are self-reported. They're these quality of life forms because I've done mm-hmm. the clinical studies, and they fill out all these right. different questionnaires. Um, and they had better scores for quality of life, fatigue, sleep, loss of appetite, sexual function, and body image even. Nice. Like, which I found interesting that yeah. their body image was even improved than those in the control group that had no coconut oil. Hmm. That's awesome. So, I mean, in... If you've been through it or know someone that has, going through chemotherapy is very hard on your quality of life. Yes. So if just doing as simple as taking some coconut oil every day has the potential to improve your quality of life, it might be something to look at. And this particular study done just a few years ago showed an improvement. I thought that was a pretty cool... Yeah, that's a very cool study. And that's a lot of different things that affect, you know, quality of life, fatigue, sleep, loss of appetite. And again, for me, that's another one of those things that even if it's like a placebo effect, you know, you always have to wonder about that. Like, while I'm doing something, so is it improving? Um, 
even if it's a placebo effect, hey, you know, go for it. Yeah, go for it. It's not hurting you. Um, I'd be interested to see, you know, again, later, like, how that was affecting their Their cholesterol cholesterol. levels. I'm sure it was helping, you know, because a lot of people going through chemo, like, they are not hungry. They can't have a hard time eating. So Mm -hmm. having that good... Fat. Maybe it was substituting and giving them the fat they needed because right. again we need fat mm-hmm. in our diet. It keeps us healthy. Our brains need fat. Yes, we do need to ingest fat. And there's that common spread myth, especially with the whole no fat, low fat thing that yeah. came about about a decade ago or more. People are afraid of fats. Yes, Doctor Mark Hyman has a book called Eat Fat to Get Thin. Mm. I haven't read it, but I thought ooh. <laughs> I want to. Is it going to be in your... I have a huge stack of books in my must-read section. I actually just ordered another one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just keep adding because every time I see a book, I'm like, purchase. And then it's just in a stack and I'm... I have I use the library a lot, but for books like that, I want to, like, keep it so I can write in it and highlight. Well, and then, you know, if you want to, like, lend it to a friend. Right. Be like, read this amazing book. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, if you have... You know, we have clients and all of that stuff. Right. The take-home message is, again, moderation is generally a healthy and natural food. And including it could improve health, quality of life, Mm -hmm. skin, hair. So, you know, just, you know, with all saturated fats, just be mindful. Yeah. And have make sure you have those plant-based unsaturated fats in your diet. Absolutely. But, yeah, so don't be just eating it by the spoonful every single day. <laughs> all day long. All day, air day. <laughs> and if you're doing that, I would just get your cholesterol checked, which we should all be doing anyway. Yes. At least annually, getting mm-hmm. that cholesterol checked. That means they have to take your blood. I know, you're such a scaredy. I hate it so much. <laughs> you're such a scaredy. I actually am going to get my cholesterol checked in Like, May. if they could just prick my finger... And test, that'd be fine. They but need when you're going to take vials. Well, it's because they spin it down and they're centrifuges oh and they extract out the lipid content. Make me pass out right now. Just talking about it? <laughs> well, if you're talking about the process of getting it out of me, yeah, I would probably be on Not your be floor great. in a minute. It's when he bends the same way. <laughs> he can't. He's like, anytime I see something that's supposed to be inside of my body, outside oh, of my I body, deal with it. it's like, that's a part of me. I can't have that. So I had to get my blood drawn before I had a procedure done. And I had this great, just like older woman that was going to take my blood and you could tell she was in a hurry. And I'm like, I just want you to know, like, I, I'm going to be here a while. Like, I'm going to pass out. And she's like, oh, honey, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm like, I'm just warning you. And so she like sticks the needle in. I'm out. Done. Like, I can't handle it. Oh, no. <laughs> and all I remember is waking up in a different chair with her, like, patting my head. I have this cold rag on. She's like, you weren't kidding, man. Like, you're like, no. I know my body. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. So you're not a frequent blood donor, no, then. No, I am not a blood donor. <laughs> we don't want your blood anyway. You're contaminated. Actually, you probably have healthy blood because you eat lots have, of fruits and vegetables. Yes, I'm sure I have really healthy blood. And healthy fats mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. Yeah, I say coconut oil's got some really positive benefits, something that we can get on board with. I love cooking with it. Yeah, me too. Moisturizing. Mm-hmm. And I have not tried the oil pulling. I think I'm going to try that. I'm going to give it a shot. Well, like I said, build up. So... You're supposed to put, like, a whole tablespoon in your mouth. But, like, at the beginning, put, like, just a little bit. 
And just do it for a couple of minutes till you get used to it. Because some people like gag. I mean, it's a different texture. Oh, it's funny because I was, I wasn't going to tell this antidote, but it's too funny. So I was doing this research for this and Ben said, oh my gosh, it's good for your gums. Because he's always looking for stuff to improve right. teeth health and gum health. So he immediately gets a big spoonful, mm-hmm. puts it in his mouth, and he looks at me and he, go, he just shakes his head right. really vigorously. Like, no. like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and I see, he goes, and then he was like, how long? I was like... 15 to 20 minutes and he's like mm. I think he lasted two minutes and he was like if any of that hit the back of my throat it was over yeah. <laughs> like he was and I think it was the texture thing yeah just for the, sure and you do have to be careful because you don't want to swallow it it's going to be full of the bacteria in your mouth yeah that's true if you're trying to get rid of the bacteria right. you don't want to re-ingest it so yeah if you feel like you are going to swallow it you got to spit it out yeah just get it out get rid of it <laughs> so anyway but say he did two minutes maybe he can do five minutes the next yeah, time build, build up. up it's a tolerance thing yeah so email us with your comments on maybe how you use coconut oil yeah. we'd be interested to hear like any anecdotes or personal experience with mm-hmm. it i know a lot of pe- people that cook with it Especially yep. with different recipes. Yeah. Especially dessert. I'm going to say you can make magic shell with it. <laughs> make what? Magic shell. that Like, you know that chocolate on your ice cream that's like that hard? Oh, as cold. soon as it gets cold, then <laughs> yeah. it like hardens up mm-hmm. on your non-dairy I'm ice cream. non-dairy ice cream, yep. Your coconut milk ice cream. Mm-hmm. So that's coconut oil oh, and that's coconut true. milk. <laughs> coconut that's a milk. lot of coconut. <laughs> it's yummy. Oh, and I think we're done. And that's a wrap. Because her pop filter just directly <laughs> fell onto the microphone. So we apologize for any racket. Stop. You're going to edit all this out. Well, that's okay. Heather's in charge of editing. So she can spend the time editing Fine. out. But as always, email us realhealthrealpeople at gmail.com. Check out our awesome social media and our website, realhealthrealpeople.com, for additional information on where we get our research and our sources so you can check out for yourself because we do research for you, but we also strongly encourage you do it on your own. That's right. Make sure you are asking questions, always looking at your sources. <laughs> and Oh, my gosh, Heather. <laughs> Just get it together, Heather. Get it together. <laughs> Plus, if you want to see pictures of how cute we are, it's on our website, too. Yeah, you can see us. Get to know <laughs> us. Become our friend, because we want to know our listeners, too. We want to learn about you. So. Yes. So contact us. Hit us up. We love it. And we will talk to you next, next week. week. We should have been funnier. <laughs>